Welcome to Live at the Potosseum. I'm Lindsay Webb. Joining me, man at the bar, Dan Willis. And a live audience full of opinions. Think Q&A with a comedy twist where the audience are the panel of experts. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the Potosseum. Oh, oh, I'm struggling with the microphone. It's my age. It's my age. Please thank the man at the bar, Dan Willis. Dan Willis is our font. Our font of knowledge. Yes, he is indeed. Thank you very much for joining us. Tonight, a uh, good episode. I hope you filled out the questions. You filled out, oh my God, that's a good cocktail. You've gone all in. <laughs> good. Yeah. What, what do you call it? Cosmo. Cosmo? Of course you do. Well done. <laughs> good times. Hello, Tuesday. Uh, we're talking about, uh, could be talking about, Dan, tonight, the reason that there's not as many people in the room as we can fit. Not that I'm unhappy with how many people here. Thank you very much for coming. Give yourselves a round of applause. Well done. Live entertainment in a post-COVID time. We actually, I, we were sold out tonight, but uh, two-thirds of the crowd were coming from South, South Australia. Oh, God. <laughs> we, we had a little bit of bad luck. Poor, poor bastards. <laughs> yeah, no. Isn't it? It's a, it's, it's a tragedy. Like, you think you're clear... And we have, we have seen this with COVID and, and tonight we're talking about border closures and, I, and, and not specifically at the moment what the borders are closed as, but we're talking about the actual idea of closing borders, right? We, we, we live in a Commonwealth country, we do live in a state, but all of a sudden we found ourselves isolated and many people the same. Here in Brisbane we've been on again, off again, on again. In fact, life kind of started to seem like a Chumbawamba song for a little while, didn't it? It's like, we locked down and then we open up again and then we get locked back down. <laughs> locked down and then we open up again. Oh, COVID-19. It's just, it's gone, it's gone for such a long time that the impact is being felt now. When it first started and they closed the borders, they said to us, we won't know the impacts of this until further down the track, assuming that we were going to open back up. We didn't open back up. In fact, we've opened back up in stages. There's been bubbles. There's been people that have uh, suffered by not being able to cross the borders. There's people that have lost their incomes by not being able to cross the borders. People that couldn't travel. On the other hand, there are people that could travel wherever they want this entire time. Uh, this entire time. And we've seen lockdown in many different forms. In Auckland, for example, there are 112 days, Dan. Was it 112? Something like that. 102? I think there was a 100, one... 106. It was definitely... 106. That. I have no Bingo. idea. Bingo! I'll be honest, didn't hear the question. Look, somewhere... Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have locked him down. Uh, let's open up the borders between you and I. Uh, Auckland, in between there uh, being free to roam around and locked down again, was somewhere in the early hundreds. It was, it was, it was yeah. around about 100. Uh, let's say 106. 106 days, no transmissions, free to roam around, boom. They're back into full lockdown, stage four lockdown. Uh, Melbourne, we saw the same thing. They were, they were quite clear. Boom, they went into a full phase two of COVID infection. Community transmission, the whole box and dice. Mystery transmissions, which always makes me wonder. Here in Queensland, we were quite lucky. We got on top of the numbers quickly and we closed the borders down hard. Closed them hard. Some people... They found a way around it, like the, the two girls from Logan who went down to Melbourne, came back, got punched in the face by the cops, uh, only in the lips. <laughs> in, in Tasmania, they kept their hard border for quite some time. They only... Yeah, but they don't really deal with a lot of people I, well, going Well, it didn't change Tasmania. anything. <laughs> that's, that's not the point. Nothing changed. I moved here nine years ago, and yeah. it took me eight years to actually go and do a gig in Tasmania. Oh, mate, I've been here all my life. I've been there once. Who's been to Tasmania? Give me a cheer. Yeah. <laughs> Two people. And it's a beautiful place. 
Oh, it's gorgeous. It's they just are. too far. <laughs> and now, too cold, too small, too many apples. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, so they closed themselves down. New South Wales has remained open because they're optimistic. And uh, Gladys is, you know, not a type of lettuce, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and... I, in, in my opinion, yeah. sensibly, they've just gone hard for two weeks. <laughs> Which well, I used to be able to do when I was about 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you weren't penetrating any borders at that age. Uh, so, so now we see this whole scenario where it's now been months and months. If you can remember back to when we first closed borders down, it was around late March, early April. People were outraged right from the top, right? Right off the belt. Uh, there was people trying to get publicity out of it, obviously. Uh, Clive Parmigiana, he... <laughs> he's on special Tuesdays. Uh, he's special most days, in fact. He's just... He's just after headlines, that guy, right? So he... I think they were trying to take them... I don't know what the court that they were trying to take... Well, Parmigiana was probably trying to take them to the food court, I imagine, but... <laughs> I probably should have... Probably should have been in the Supreme... I think it was the Supreme... The Super Supreme Court is where they went to. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he tried to get My Little Pony, Anastasia Palaszczuk. Uh, he tried... Because she does. She sounds like a type of My Little Pony, doesn't she? Which one did you get? I got the Anastasia Palaszczuk. <laughs> oh, she's got great hair and she loves humans. So then he wasn't happy with that. He gave up on Queensland because obviously everyone went, no, nah, no, nah, it's probably the right thing to do. And Scott Morrison has been objecting to it. But you, you will all understand, because you look like smart people, that a lot of that is political, right? So a lot of that is we're Liberal, you're Labor, Anastasia's the Labor Premier, they're a Liberal federal government. So there's a whole heap of that going on. At the same time, I think Premiers are working their fucking socks off just to keep everybody safe. And in my opinion, I don't think there's anything they could have done that we all would have been happy with, right? Like, let me, let me try this out with the people we've got in front of us. Who would have been happy if they never closed the border to Queensland? Anyone? Yep. Who would have been happy if they closed it down straight away and it would still be just hard shut? Yes. See, we have got... We're, just in this room, with what we've got here, a Premier can't make the decisions that's going to keep everybody happy. So she has to act on, or whoever the Premier is, has to act on advice from the medical people, from security people, from biosecurity, from the federal government, all over the place, and try and make the right decision so that en masse she's doing the right thing for people. Whether or not we like it doesn't really come into it once it gets down to that nuts and bolts, right? So we had, we had a hard closure for quite some time. People are pissed off, people are angry. The thing that did surprise me was that certain elements of Australia were able to travel wherever they want, whenever they like, okay? Now, for someone in the arts, we found that quite difficult because we're like, fuck, we could go and do our work if you allowed us to go across the border. Now, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, these are the types of people that could go across the border anytime, hard border's closed, but you could go. Uh, freight driver, so heavy vehicle driver. Yeah, all the time. Taking freight. Uh, mining worker, high-vis warrior? They can, and in some cases in Western Australia, they have to say they'll be in one place for two weeks, but that could be a mine. That could be a mine. Uh, medical professional? They can just go freely. Go freely? And get this one. Uh, what do you call that, like, explore, exploration of minerals? So you're not actually a miner, but you're mm. digging a little hole to see if there's... Geologist. Ge Boom. Thanks very much. Well played. You're going to get a gold star. Uh, not a gold star yeah. television. We don't have that much budget. <laughs> we don't actually have any gold stars. 
Bullshit. <laughs> we couldn't even afford the gold stars. What do you like at arts and crafts? Do you reckon you could cut us out of... <laughs> is that about it? Is that about... Um, do you know how politicians can move freely? They can. Well, uh, <laughs> that's an oxymoron. And but also, yeah, and also and, and were they allowed this, this to go wherever they wanted, though? I don't think... Was the Prime Minister allowed into Western Australia for campaigning? I could not tell you off the top of my okay. head, as I was too busy researching <laughs> the fact that if you own a, a, truck, a truck company, you can move your entire family to Queensland from Melbourne. Now, there was a guy, wasn't there? Peter there was Fox. Peter Fox. Uh, from Lynn Fox Transport. That's the one. Lindsay Fox's kid. Yeah. Oh, my word. Lindsay Fox. My grandfather was named after Lindsay Fox. I was named after he my grandfather. Success- I feel responsible He successfully this. convinced the Queensland government that he drives trucks. Hang on. He's owned the truck company without yes. driving a truck <laughs> for about 30 years. And he not only convinced them that he drove trucks, but his entire family. Had truck licenses. Oh, we've all driven a truck, <laughs> haven't we? Hey. Which, and, he, and he brought all his family in on a boat. Hang on. I think. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll stop you there. <laughs> Did he bring the boat on a truck to Queensland and then put them in the water and then they came in? Like, is that the. I would like to think he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I would give that top marks. And even if I was the authorities, would be like, nah, fair enough, mate. Like, you've oh. gone to a fuckload of trouble there. That's oh, you could just ha- to find a boat ramp big enough for a semi trailer. Helicopter in, like, Apocalypse Now. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> just drop them. <laughs> now, so here's the instant. The instant thought that I had when they said that truck drivers and miners are free to travel through hard borders, my instant thought was, oh, that's fair enough. They're some of the most hygienic people I've ever met in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Said no one ever. (laughs) I don't don't know if you've ever late night on a road trip stopped somewhere at a roadhouse and there's a lot of truckers there. When they come in, I mean, they don't smell like the showers at a caravan park, do they? Like, there's... They've got the uniform on, you know, the little brother's shorts and singlet, <laughs> pair of thongs that they've had for 25 years. I'm like, are these the people that we want travelling through the hard borders? And at the same time, people that really needed to get across those borders. And I don't, I don't mean people that lived in, you know, northern New South Wales and had to get to Target for a sale in Queensland on a Tuesday. I mean, people that legitimately had good reason, like. I, I'm going to quote a story without knowing the absolute ins and outs, but I think once I quote the story you'll understand. There was a lady who had a birth complication in northern New South Wales. Her baby was helicopter rushed to a hospital in Brisbane. That lady was not allowed to come into Queensland because she was in New South Wales. Her brand new baby that she just birthed somewhere in northern New South Wales was taken away from her and kept in a Queensland hospital. People went to Anastasia and said, can you let her in? No, you can't. Now, I know that there's a huge expense in probably what would have had to have happened to bring that lady. I'm not not an idiot. I'm an educated person. If she needed to actually come into Queensland, they would have had to test her at the border. I think the test turnaround, the quickest time they can do is around about 24 hours. Then she would have had to been brought in isolation in an ambulance from New South Wales to the hospital in Queensland and placed into a room in isolation with the baby in that hospital. Forgive me for thinking that doesn't sound too hard. Do you know what I mean? Does anyone agree with me? Like, even though that sounds like a stretch, and I know we can't do that for a million people, but I don't think there was a fucking million people that needed that done, was there? Like, there seemed to be a handful of people that would have fit into that platform. And when you're sitting there, if you're sitting there thinking, yeah, but that cost the government a lot of money. If Dan and I decided tonight to hire a jet ski and him drive it and me 
ski behind it to Norfolk Island. If we fucked up and hit a crocodile somewhere off Darwin and I hurt myself, Australia would send a full search and rescue team to bring us back in, choppers, the whole fucking bit. We'd probably be on telly, we'd be on sunrise tomorrow doing the weather, talking to Koshi, going, fuck yeah, it cost us nothing. Do you Wait know what I mean? Who, who, who hired it? Was it me? Yeah. <coughs> well, you would have to hire it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So I'd I'm not paying the insurance, insurance on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he flew off on a, an ad lib story there with me as a possible. So, and I was like, fuck. I, and I was like, fuck you I'm know. not an idiot. It's covering my tracks for later. You probably would have just paid cash for the hire somewhere dodgy. You know, oh, we, wouldn't nice. have, we wouldn't have gone on camera. <laughs> but do you see my point like there has been those instances hasn't there like there's been some guy I remember years ago some guy maybe in a yacht solo or, or a kayak it was a kayak wasn't it that guy that tried to get New Zealand on a kayak remember that guy and the Navy and the Air Force and everyone had to rescue him then afterwards they're like oh fuck that's cost like $90,000 you'll have to pay and he went oh I'm a fucking job seeker <laughs> he's not going to pay that what are you paying a dollar a week for a hundred years? Uh, I just I feel as though I feel as though the wrong people were affected by the border closing. I think I think that and there was always a border bubble, but the border bubble didn't extend very far to start with. Like if you're in New South Wales and you just happen to work, I don't know, at the AMCAL on the other side of the border, because let's face it, like borders are not walls like Trump thinks they are. They're just <laughs> imaginary lines made in space. And unfortunately, Queensland, New South Wales, there's a whole hour. Like you do that and your hand is in the future. <laughs> you bring it back and it's slightly older than the rest of your body. <laughs> I, think th I think that's a real thing. <laughs> People in New South Wales just sticking their boobs. Like, oh, good. oh, look, they're younger. Uh, I, think, I think the border closure... And, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what the right thing to do was because I don't have all of the information, but I feel like we're all given half of the information and that's how we formed our opinions on whether borders should be open, borders should be closed. I feel as though the quarantining thing works well. I think that works okay and I think it was great that they covered the cost of that to start with because it's really expensive. Like Dan and I, we're, we're looking to do the festivals next year in Adelaide and Perth and up until a few weeks ago we thought the only option for doing Perth was going to be that we would have to go there two weeks early, quarantine in a hotel, hopefully together so we don't completely lose our fucking minds and then work for a month in Perth and be allowed to fly back. Fortunately, Perth has relaxed that in a bit of a way. In a way that it, uh, South way. Australia was quite relaxed till about 24 hours. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, and here's the other thing, like... I can relate to the border closures and hard stops really well because not only did our job stop for all that time, Dan and I, between us, have just booked in excess of 25 shows uh, to play at the Adelaide Fringe Festival next year. So Let's just call it a thousand shows between us. Look, Honestly, I don't know why Dan you underplayed that. These guys have no fucking idea how many <laughs> shows we're doing. But, I'm trying to, I, but, but you're exactly right, though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to let you know that we rely on that not changing. Well, it just changed. It just changed yesterday. We've paid our deposits and you're thinking, oh, it's all right, you get them back. Normally you wouldn't. But the Adelaide Fringe, for some reason, have given us until the 1st of December to cancel all of the shows. And I'm talking over 100 shows between us that we've paid deposits on, we've paid room hire, the whole thing's done. 1st of December, we have to decide. That now, as we speak recording, is two weeks away. We have to make a choice on that day and a gamble, like Wesley Snipes, red or black, we have to gamble 
do we keep our money in there and hope that the shows go ahead or do they cancel? Now, that's just two guys doing some shows at a particular festival. There's 27 million people in this country. Borders are closed, maybe open, maybe closed, maybe not, maybe yes. I think what I want to know is have you been affected individually? Is, are any of you people that used to go across the border, and, and this can be work or personally based, like me, my, my brother and my, and my dad, who are my only immediate family still alive, both live in New South Wales. My brother lives in Sydney, which is still a COVID hotspot. I've not seen them for over a year. I, mean, I normally see them a couple of times a year at least. We had to come back through uh, the stop point, didn't we? We had, the, yeah. we had our A4 sheet of paper up we on could, the screen. We didn't have to show anything to get out. We no, getting out's easy. No, that's fine. Like, get out. Get out. We're full. Boom. But on, on the way back in, yeah, there were, but there were, it was quite a nice general But it was experience. a pleasant experience, yeah. wasn't it? It was absolutely fine. You know, I, cynically, I did think when they closed the borders, I went, oh, man, they're just going to go through everyone's car, car blanche, aren't they? Like, this is going to be like the Gestapo. It really wasn't. It was like, it was as easy as ordering something at McDonald's. And, and, and they did actually ask us all the questions. We had to show ID and our passes. And then, yeah, but know, I felt like you don't prove anything, do you? Like, have you been outside of the bubble? No, no, I've been in the I, bubble I, did say, I said, my brother-in-law was <laughs> a, uh, a policeman on the Gold Coast. And I said to him, you work these... I said, I keep seeing these people getting caught. I, I could walk across the border <laughs> yeah. in Cool and Gadda, and it would be like that. It's not a problem. And people get caught in the boot of a car. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, what, what have you I know, drop off and tweet? Yeah. They can stroll down the beach. Absolutely. <laughs> and, then, and my brother just went, my brother-in-law just went, oh, yeah, mate, the fucking idiots, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's hit the nail right on the head. I think my, my the, the thing that I found beautiful was that they did search some cars, like just at random, which is always going to happen. Like, if you've got a police stop point, they can't help themselves. <laughs> fucking let's have a look. Uh, one guy they stopped just at random coming into, I don't know whereabouts, coming into Queensland late at night. Did you see this? $3 million in cash. Yeah. And it wasn't Clive Palmer. Three, <laughs> three, just think about that for a minute. That's not just a few coins in the ashtray. Three million dollars. And you're like, oh, it's drug money. No drugs in the car. Where'd you get the money? Oh, I don't know. What the fucking odds are that you just bought that car? <laughs> You've driven off. And the people you bought it from are like, fuck, did you take the three million out of the boot? <laughs> what the fuck? So I found... I found that I was uh, so sympathetic to the people that weren't able to do the things that they had to do. Like the mother example I give with the child. And there was, there was plenty of others. Like there was, you know, your parents' funeral. You're coming from New South Wales, you can't come. And, and funeral people were like, oh, it's all right. You can watch it on Zoom. <laughs> Fucking Zoom, seriously. Like, <laughs> it's not, that's not the same, is it? Like, why can't you, you know, put on a mask, isolate, be tested? I'm sure there's a way that that could have been done. What's the quickest we can test someone, Dan? What's now in like tomorrow? If I want to go, the quickest I need to available be or in Australia now? Qu quickest available. Fifteen uh, minutes. Fifteen minutes. But it's quite an expensive test. Well, when you say quite expensive, is it how expensive compared to a mother not seeing a newborn child for two weeks? Now you're putting that at quite a high price that I cannot confirm. I put an emotional You're asking price me a, tag. a moral question. I wasn't expected to be asked. Well, well sat behind a bar. <laughs> After three pints of beer. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we talking thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars, or hundreds of thousands of dollars? Oh, it's going to be in the hundreds of dollars. But the thing is, um, I guess, uh, and this is purely, I, I, I've had a COVID test. Have you guys all had COVID tests? You guys had, yeah. Anyone positive? Should, should have asked earlier. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I, I, I've kind of been through the experience of the cheap and because I, I got the cheap test, which I, is a physical assault. What do you assault. mean? There's like an Audi test, is it, it? It's a physical assault, right? <laughs> this man knows what <laughs> I'm talking about. Physical assault. What do you is, mean? Roman what, Greco wrestling. What happens when I, I, I had a bit of a cough and they sent me in this place in Rabina near the Gold Coast. I went in and they you know, everything was great, but then they sat for the actual test. I was sat in a room like a Gestapo buddy room with a single chair in the middle of the so room. So you should be with your suspicious cough, you right? motherfucker. And then a guy walked in dressed like a white Darth, Darth Vader. Oh my so God. it was like gloves. Everything was white, though. <gasps> and he said the words... Now, I know you've went through the experience, right? Because he's, <laughs> he's nodding, he's right? He's nodding and clenching his he butt. He said the words to me... <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. That will, that will stay with me forever. Which is... He looked at me and he went, OK, I've got, I've got, the, uh, I've got the test about to go. I've got to go to pre-warn you where... 5% of people find this quite uncomfortable, right? <laughs> and then, right, and then rammed what, like a fucking, <laughs> a broom down my throat <laughs> and then physically assaulted nostril one and without pausing, physically assaulted nostril two. And I want to know why 95% of people find that comfortable, to be quite honest. <laughs> Was now, it consensual? Uh, it was. I was sat there. <laughs> I'd, I, I hadn't signed anything. <laughs> no no dinner, I, no movies. I took my six. My six-year-old daughter had a throat infection last week, and um, she just. Oh, she was talking like she'd been smoking for about ten years, and, and so I rang the doctor, and he I went. Oh, maybe I right. tell you about that. They won't. They won't even. They won't even see you unless you've had a COVID test. Oh, so right. I didn't realise they were going to give her a COVID test. I thought yeah. they were just going to look at her throat. I uh, took her in, and she's six years old, and they went, okay, we, well, oh, we're no, going to give her a test. Oh, no, I hope you went the expensive one. No, I, well, they, 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 they basically they were dressed in this, there's this dainty doctor, and she was dressed in a little dress with a see-through thing over the top of it. And she you looked sure all, this was a medical center? She looked like center? Mary Poppins with a mask, right? <laughs> it's like Dan and then, going to an adult shop. Then my daughter sat on me, knee and she went, oh, this is going to tickle a bit. It went, and done. What? Like that. Done. I, I, was expe- I was at least expecting tears. <laughs> Nothing. Did you cry? I was, I, was, I was thinking, well, I was worried about her initially, then I thought, you know what? I can use this as a threat for years to come. <laughs> if, if you, you don't, don't tidy your room, we're going to give you another COVID <laughs> test, right? It's like... It's like <laughs> no, well, no, so no, what you're like, saying is if I go for a COVID test, I should ask for the kid one. Yeah. <laughs> I like the one that tickles things. There we go. Tickle, tickle, tickle. And you get a free kinder egg afterwards because your dad promised you before you went in. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen my dad for over a year. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what we've learnt, Dan Willis. Thank you very much for those people that filled out the questions. Let's have a look at question one. Having uh, closed the borders too much is question one. Yes, Anna will start giving people dummies soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, babies. That's sort of not, not like Satan going the T2 lane, I don't think. I, think. I think that means pacifiers, not, you know, an extra passenger. Which is a great idea. Like, get a blow-up doll, pretty cheap at an adult shop. Pop them in the passenger seat, go in the T2 lane whenever you like. Have we closed the borders too much? Yes. Most other countries managed without individual border closures. Well, they kind of did, but they kind of did that because they're international and it's a bit hard to get into another country where we're talking state borders. I don't think... Did America do anything with their states? Did, they, did the UK do anything state... But not that you have states, but county-based, did you do You any? weren't meant to travel more than, like, 10 kilometres from your house. That was initially. But nowadays, so, they're just fucked, to be honest. Wales. In fact, yeah, Wales won't let you in. Wales weren't allowed to travel around the world. Yeah. Oh, you mean Wales, the country, not the... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fucking, how did they communicate? They're the boing, yeah, no. man. Boo. 
can't go down south. They don't have this reduce, mate. <laughs> it's COVID. <laughs> You've they never have heard a whale song shape, have you? More like a didgeridoo underwater. <laughs> have we closed the borders too much? Yes. We're all Australians, so no reason for the babies to die because they got caught and can't go to hospital over the border. Well done. You picked the topic. Well played. You're absolutely right. I, I find that that is the sticking point for me, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I think I think it's it's a bit of a weird one. And I, and I think it, it also, when they pressured the Premier to find out why can't those people do that, the fallback is uh, I'm relying on the advice of my medical professionals, which is that's a fucking roundabout way of a politician answering a question, isn't it? Will you do it again? Oh, if I have to, but not really. Sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys going? I, I won't. I won't. Oh, they've turned the camera off. Uh, have we closed the borders too much? No. Look at America. At least we are saving lives. Well, that's the thing, right? And who knows whether... And I th- look, to be honest, I think, yes, the border did stop us from spreading the virus, uh, like closing the borders, but America is a great deal of trouble. Uh, did anyone see the lineups for the COVID testing at the Dodger Stadium on the media during the week? Did you see that? Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Dodger Stadium. Uh, it's a huge stadium in the States, but to lead up to it, it's a bit like going to the entertainment centre out at Boondle, right? There's a fucking huge car park and there's roads to get in there. Every single road, every single car park was full of people waiting to get tested in cars because finally America have gone, fuck the way to beat this is to isolate if we actually have the virus. So I think even though they didn't close the borders, they've woken up and gone, oh, shit, let's all get tested and stay at home until we know the results. So maybe we would have done that on our own, do you think? I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know. Fuck, this is my first pandemic. Uh, it's technically your seventh. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, but you just not know it's the other I one. didn't notice the other ones. This one's a doozy. Uh, <laughs> this person says that the border's been closed too much. Hasn't bothered me as I'm too broke to travel. (laughs) Is this you? (laughs) I've got cash. I've just had my... Uh, I was meant to be... In, cri- in Christmas, I was meant to uh, go home see my oh, mum, David order. But I've just earned $6,000 by not going there. You're, you're all right with it. Refund. Yeah, you're a tight <laughs> ass as it is. Uh, this one finishes with, I feel sorry for the people who have missed events in other states because of the closures. And I think that's where we all are. I think we all have some compassion to the general stuff. You know, you've missed a wedding or you've missed, a, you know, the birth of your friend's baby or you've missed out on going to the christening of your, of your godchild. I just think that stuff sucks. <laughs> But I feel as though the other stuff where people were just locked away and, and really actually needed to go across the border, they probably could have. Let's have a look at question two. All right. Oh, God. Made them sticky, Dan. Question two. Has the border being closed been bad for our state? Uh, WA would say it was great for theirs, uh, but they always wanted an excuse to be exclusive from the rest of Australia. That's quite true. Uh, If anyone knows the history of WA, they've been trying to get away from Australia for quite some time. They're like, fuck it, we'll have our minerals and we'll fuck off. Here we go. Question number three. Do you think closing the borders was fair on residents? Only if you had a trip planned interstate. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Well, well, a lot of people did. Uh, It was unfair on those people, but I feel as though you wouldn't complain so much about your holiday stopping because there was a pandemic on, and if you are one of those people, you're probably an Instagram fucking person. <laughs> Instagrammers. Here we go. Uh, would have been fair to let everybody get to spread the China virus. Oh, good Trump. Got a Trumpy in. Did you see how he said China when he said China? What the? 
It's like a fucking chihuahua, that Trump, he, wasn't he, it? He also called it the Kung Flu, which... The, he called it... <laughs> I mean... Which, I've got to say, it did make me laugh, but I knew it was wrong. <laughs> if he was a comedian and not the president, he had fucking five stars. We'll watch. <laughs> Uh, do you think closing the borders was fair on residents? No, don't even get me started with a very well-drawn angry face emoji. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think we're seeing what we already knew. Like, some people found that it was the right thing to do, some people not the right thing to do. And I mean, Dan's not an expert, I'm not an expert, I don't know if there's any experts here, and I'm not even sure you that the experts... Would. Well, I did not say that I was an expert. <laughs> I made it very clear that I did not know a lot. Uh, I feel as though even the experts that we have, how many fucking pandemics have I had to close the borders for before, right? So they're just going on a chance. So you roll the dice. Oh, I've landed on community chest. Uh, was, it, was it fair in residence? Yes, it is temporarily, and it is not like you cannot travel at all. You can get a permit. Uh, I know plenty of people that have exemptions. People are just overreacting. It's a fucking pandemic. Oh, mate, that should be on a sticker. I mean, we'll have to take some of the words out. But that's, <laughs> I mean, you're right. That's the other thing. It's a major event in people's lives. Things are going to be different. It's like, why can't I fucking do the things I was doing before? Because people are dying. Oh, right, yeah, no, I'll pop back inside. <laughs> people, some people really did kick off like that. Did they? Oh, I'm fucking, I've got to play golf on Wednesdays. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, it would be no fun playing against no one, will it? No, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah. I'll have a putt in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it was fair in residence? Not much about 2020 is fair. Good point. And I think that's probably the, yeah, that's probably the best answer. Uh, suck it up and have a pretty good compared to other countries. We really do have a good to other countries. I mean, we've mentioned the UK, we've mentioned America, we haven't mentioned Spain, they've had a terrible time of it. Uh, you know, we've mentioned Tasmania, that's a country that hasn't done well. <laughs> Round of applause to all of the answers, thank you very much. We appreciate all of them, and once again, I think it shows that we just have a cross-section of emotions, opinions and ideas about what can and will work. Fortunately, we're all still here to actually hypothesise about it, so let's just assume they fucking did something right. Dan, what have we learnt? I think the most important thing we've worked... Uh, worked? <laughs> we didn't work that hard. No, no, what no. have we learnt? We've learnt that, you know, if you want a more comfortable COVID test, just tell them you're a six-year-old girl. <laughs> That's I've been telling them that for ages. <laughs> that does not work in other situations. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the COVID test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dan Willis. Please thank my man at the bar, Dan Willis. <laughs> Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you for joining us at the Potosseum. We hope to see you again if you liked it. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Get on down here for the live recording. Give your opinion, whichever way it is. We're open. My name is Lindsay Webb. Thanks very much for joining us in the Potosseum. Goodbye. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word if you did. If you want access to VIP content and behind the scenes, hit our Patreon page, Live at the Potosseum, or like us on Instagram. Share the word. This is Live at the Potosseum. <laughs> <laughs>